Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. And with us right now, we've got my good friend, Caroline Carter. And Caroline, you're an author, you're a speaker, you're a home transition expert, and you are the founder of Done In A Day. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, Josh, I am so honored to be here. Thank you. So Caroline, um, just quick overview. Uh, what is Done In A Day? So Done In A Day is a company that focuses on educating and empowering anyone who's selling a home at any price point and in any location to understand exactly what to expect when you sell one home and move to the next and how to be prepared to make the best choices for yourself and your family based on knowing what to expect, where to spend your time and money and your physical energy. And so how did you get into this? You, you weren't, you weren't uh, dreaming of this in elementary school, were you? No, no. Actually, I sort of backed into it. Um, I was newly separated with three little kids and had to figure it out financially because while I got child support, I didn't get alimony. So mm -hmm. I went from living in a $2 million house to, uh-oh, now what? Um, and... So I dug deep and tried to figure out what is it that I really do best naturally and how can I monetize it? And around that time, my sister's college roommate had recently and unexpectedly lost her husband and she had two mm -hmm. little kids, wow. was living in a different city, bought a house sight unseen in Washington, D.C., where I was living at the time and said, I, I simply need you to handle this. Go over there and figure out what I need to do to you know, make it livable, you know, light, painting, carpet, whatever I need to do because I am broken and these little kids are broken. And then by the way, can I send a 53 foot moving truck and you just settle the place? Cause I can't deal with it. Mm. And that's really how it started. And I, it was sort of on the job training almost 16 years ago now. And I realized there was a huge benefit in working with sellers. She happened to have a unique situation, although, you know, the death of a loved one does often prompt us to have to sell. Um, but I realized that this was the emotionality of moving and moving on and how it really cripples so many sellers. Um, there was an opportunity there. And I, and I proved that I was really adept at making fiscally responsible choices, creating the look for less. Um, I figured out where to go and, and, and it all worked. So I hung out my little, my, my little shingle in DC and said, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to put this out to other sellers who, who may need my service. And I've never looked back. So when you say that uh, some people are resistant to change or transition, do yeah. you find that people self-sabotage? Oh, no question. There's no question. And I'll give you a, a huge example <clears throat> the most challenging part of selling a home and moving is, well, at least the selling the home part is to understand it's not about you. It's about the buyer. 
yet there are so many sellers out there who resist changing their mindset um, because they say, it, you know, it's my home and I'll make the changes that I feel are fair. Well, really, the buyer doesn't care. They, they really don't care what you think or feel. The minute you decide to sell your home, it becomes an asset. Mm-hmm. And, you know, buyers today are visually overstimulized with the concept of perfection. You know, in one click, they can show you their perfect chef's kitchen or, you know, master bath spa, and they are looking for perfection. So the seller that doesn't understand how to uh, work with buyers today and what they expect and how to produce an asset or package an asset, if you will, that will speak to that buyer is absolutely lost from the beginning. It's the wrong attitude and they're they will just chase the listing price, you know, farther down until they, until they find a buyer. So, Caroline, you have a book and it's called Smart Moves. Uh, the subtitle is How to Save Time and Money While Transitioning Your Home and Life. And so, if someone is in that current state and, and they're, they're not being their own best, uh, you know, home right. uh, presentation expert, when right. they get the book, what do they learn? They, they learn exactly what to expect from the moment you decide to sell one house and, and begin this home transition to the next house. So what I do is I, I take the time to demystify in very simple terms. This is not a book to hold your hand because uh, there are plenty of sources for that. Everybody's an expert today on you know how to, how to hold someone's hand and emotionally empower them. This is about understanding exactly what stages you'll go through, what decisions you'll need to make during each stage, how to consider the process of packaging your home to sell and move as one continuous process, even though it's two separate industries. We think to ourselves, I'm going to sell the house first and then I'll deal with the move, if that's even a conscious thought for us, Mm. right? The, The process that I developed, the total home transition process, combines packaging your home to sell with moving so that you're preparing for the house to sell and packing to move at the same time so that you put yourself in a better position as a seller so that when you get an offer with a faster close, you're not overwhelmed saying, well, wait a minute now, I haven't even sorted you know, my whole entire house. It's going to take me so much time to go, go through the house. You're ready to go. So it's about proactively understanding and preparing for the stages, the 10 steps you need to actually go through and how to make the best financial, emotional, and physical decisions for yourself and your family. This is not rocket science, but you're talking about two very different industries, residential real estate and moving. And, and you know, what do you need to know? So Caroline, when you did your first, you helped, uh, you know, with your, with your first home transition. Sure. You said, wow, I, I have kind of a knack for this. Uh, where does, how does someone learn the skills? I mean, uh, so did it, it did it just come natural to you or you, obviously there's the art to it, but then there's right. the science to it. And so where did you pick that up? You know, I think that when I had to dig deep and figure out what my particular superpower was, it, it was creating order out of chaos for people. Being able to engage with an overexcited or overwhelmed seller, um, to, to be able to listen to them 
understand truly what they needed, not what I thought they needed, because in the beginning, I really didn't know. I was flying by the seat of my pants and mm. using my instincts, um, but really listen to them about what they needed to be able to guide them to focus on the things only they could do. For instance, um, and you'll, you'll find a lot of this if you've moved recently, you know, sold a home and moved recently, you'll realize that there are only certain things that you can do. So I, I built the company based on, you know, having the sellers focus on what they can do and allow others to support their efforts to move the family forward in the rest. There's no one that can go through your personal files, yeah. for instance, the medical, the financial, the kids' schools. I mean, it's endless, okay? There's no one that can make a decision based on what you'd like to keep, donate, dump, or sell. So you, you have to understand that you're the main decision maker. And to go off and spin your wheels in other areas where other people could support your efforts and help you does not make the most sense. You have to understand that this whole entire process really is a marathon, not a race. And you have to be prepared for, for each aspect of, of this particular race in order to be successful. Not only that, but you've got to worry about your, your family and your pets. And, you know, so it's, it's a huge process. And I think that people underestimate always, and that's their biggest mistake, is they underestimate not only the cost of a home transition, and where those costs come from, it's only in retrospect where we go, oh my God, that was really expensive. Um, but we underestimate the cost and we underestimate how emotionally brutal this transition can be for all concerned, the entire family. And, and Caroline, so you have this great, you, you find that you've got this great passion for doing this. And how do you turn that into a business, which is now a very successful business, I might add. Uh, and you've received a lot of accolades for your work. You've done a lot of great media. You were just on with Jean Chatsky, who's kind of a, she's a hero of mine for sure in the, in the consumer, uh, you know, in the mine consumer too. space. Uh, but how did you, how did you start getting business on the regular? You know, I started by understanding what was the fastest access to sellers. And the gatekeepers are the real estate agents. So I began the dog and pony show with meeting with, you know, the top real estate agents. You know, anybody that knows me knows I go from, you know, zero to 100 in 22 seconds. So I was interested in working with the upper bracket homes and the upper bracket clients um, they often had, you know, large homes, multiple homes, um, and, and seemed to, this is a luxury service, by the way, or it was when I started because no one else was doing it in the DC metro area. Um, and I priced my services, my per hour services at, at, at $50 an hour when I started, which made it worth it for me with three little kids to leave the house. Mm -hmm. And Josh, you know, when building a business, a lot of it's trial and error. I didn't yeah. have a huge mentor. I didn't even have a business plan. What I had was the necessity to create income immediately in order to minimize further changes for my three small children. Um, and a lot of this was on the job training, but I realized that, you know, there is a need for this because essentially people want things done 
the way they would do them themselves if they had the ability or the interest. And so the other thing about it was I was always a truth teller. I wasn't scared to be the skunk at the garden party. I wasn't scared to say, you know, there, there is a better way to do this. Let me offer you an alternative. So the gateway of the agents proved to be the fastest, most direct route to empowering and educating these sellers who really benefited from this service, for service because agents typically their part is done when, when the house closes, yeah. right? But yet the seller's needs last until the last box is unpacked in the new home. So I was able to take that initial introduction. And of course, you know, the, 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 the business grew by word of mouth. Um, I was very lucky because DC, like a lot of communities is a very tight community and everybody mm -hmm. knows everybody else. And, yeah. You know, so I never did any advertising, um, but I was careful to treat each and every project. And now, of course, there are over 2000 of them <laughs> as if it was the only project on my dashboard. Um, and I wasn't afraid, regardless of who it was, because, of course, I've worked with, you know, plenty of people that I had to sign NDAs for, but um, their needs are still the same. And that's and that's why this process is so important, Josh, is because it doesn't matter what price point you, your house is or where you live. We all have to go through this total home transition process. And there's an easy way and there's a hard way. Yeah. And, you know, I just kept focusing on honing the easiest, fastest, most effective ways we can do this um, to, to get to the other side successfully without being a, you know, a bad dinner story you know, at a cocktail party or, a, you know, a dinner, everybody has those stories where they're absolutely, you know, they're, they're horrible. Their move experience, their sales experience was horrible. So I wanted to really focus on that particular niche and see if I could make some headway by really being there emotionally um, for sellers. And so yeah. So Carolyn, you talk about, um, so in, in answer to the question, I said, well, how do you get more business? And, and you um, shared, well, I, I do great work <laughs> and uh, well, that's important. Yeah. We all know that there's, I mean, you can't do your work in a vacuum. And, and of course, no. obviously your work is on stage the, the way that you do this. Sure. Uh, but how do you then get other realtors to, or real estate professionals to share you when maybe they don't want their best kept secret, uh, you know, uh, getting out there? Right. I focused, um, when I started the business 15 years ago, I looked at where I wanted to be in five, 10 years, even though as a single mother with three kids, you know, I wanted to wake up in the morning and throw up in the sink. I mean, the fear was almost paralyzing because I didn't know how I was going to do this. But the one thing I had was myself and my track record of success, both in terms of when I worked before I stopped to get married and have children. Um, and, and I really believed in my ability to help. So I believed in my own story, if you will. I believed that I could make a difference for these people. And my neurotic need to be present on each of these products helped me to really speak from a position of authority. It's not like I started a company and was never present. I did yeah. everything in order to be able to effectively train my teams 
to know exactly where to focus, what to do, how to support the client. You know, so I really dove deep myself to understand the business. And before I was able to step away and run multiple teams and service multiple individuals, um, I really had to be in it, knee deep myself. When I had a successful project, which hopefully was always more often than not, I would ask for referrals from both the seller and the agent. And when you work within the two top companies I typically focused on, the two top realtors in the Washington, D.C. area, it, it, was, it was fast. It was like wildfire. Wow. Um, and I became a go-to. I, I, I didn't try to service all agents everywhere because that would have been unrealistic. I picked two firms that did the most business with the type of client I felt would benefit the most from this service and was able to pay for it. And I would imagine then uh, you've had the opportunity to work on properties or work with properties that uh, maybe some of our elected officials. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, the who's who in every, you know, Washington is this, you know, interesting city full of, you know, politics and media. And, mm-hmm. But yet there are families, you know, like you and me that, that, that say, okay, we've made the decision to move. We're putting our house on the market. We've signed a contract. Now what? And they absolutely deflate. They say, okay, all I want is a cheat sheet. Now, I was mm-hmm. known, am known, as a, as a truth teller with a strategic plan. That's what I am. I've never deviated from that. I had the hard conversations with people. You know, you may walk into their home and, and it shows such delayed maintenance that, that you have to start there. Because the agent, very often, doesn't want to have those hard conversations. They want to stay, you know, touchy-feely and nice. I say to them, listen, I'm on your side but I want to help you maximize the value of your asset. In order to do that, you have two choices. You have to assess the delayed maintenance issues. Let's not even talk about the value add, you know, the fast, easy, and inexpensive updates. Let's talk about how you assess the delayed maintenance and what you need to do to position the asset to to be seen as a viable option Mm -hmm. or you need to adjust your, your, your pricing and sales expectations, period. It's that easy. It's your choice. But there is a way to strategically invest, okay, to be able to amplify the value of your asset without losing your shirt. And what I did was I focused on each asset. While there are commonalities, right, across all different price points and all different style homes and so forth and so on, there are some major things we look at, like paint, lighting, carpet. You know, I mean, I could go on a whole other podcast about how to get yeah, your house ready. Right. But essentially, you, you have to deal with seller's objections immediately. And I've always been effective at doing that. Okay. Assuring them, look, I'm on your side. But here's the deal. Look in the mirror. Okay. Your house is not what you think it is. And here's why. Yeah. So it- go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, Caroline, what, what are some of the 
uh, oddest or most unusual things that you see. And it makes you just do total facepalm. I'm like, what are these folks thinking? I know you've seen some really funny stuff over the years. Sure. No, no question. I mean, everything from full toilets to oh no lawn. oh yeah you're coming no. by my home here's no. a toilet full of dookie exactly. for you exactly <laughs> <laughs> and it's you know it's disgusting but here's the deal our home is our sanctuary yeah okay and one of the first things you need to understand is that in order to effectively market your property or for your agent to effectively market your property you have to make the emotional jump from home to house mm. right you buy a house you create a home but then you have to turn it back into a house to sell it. And you have to put your buyer's hat on. You have to think like a buyer. So in order to really decide whether or not your house is able to compete, you, you have to assess it. And that means looking non-objectively, emotionally non-objectively, at how you're presenting. And if you're not able to say, wow, dirty toilets yeah. or peeling wallpaper or standing water, or you know any number of, of issues, doors that don't work, windows that don't open. I mean, again, I could go on forever. If, if these don't affect you, then you are clearly not in touch with today's buyers and, and what they're looking for and what they're willing to pay for. You're just not. And you will not succeed in this game financially or emotionally um, in, in, unless you start at the beginning and change your mindset entirely and say, okay, we may live like this because this is our choice. But the moment we decide to put our house on the market, it's an asset. And, and the return we're going to get and the time in which it's going to take to sell this asset at this price point mm -hmm. is going to be elongated if, if we don't get with the program, you know, day one. So... Oh, sure. I've, I've seen it all. And, you know, I, I just wish that those sellers could read the book for $16.99 right. and, and a cup of coffee read. You know, they could have, they could have, they could have changed their mindset. They could have, there's so much that they could, could have done that they didn't do. I mean, mm. you can just look online and see the way people present properties. I mean, hair in the sink and toothpaste. Look, people don't mind toothpaste in the sink as long as it's their own. They mind yours, <laughs> right. right? Dirty dishes in the sink. Odors. How about odors? You walk into a house and oh, it yeah. smells like, you know, pet urine or feces or last right. night's fish or, you know, again, there are so many, so many different issues. I think you just need to be mindful. If you want to make money, and smooth the transition to a new home, you've got to change your mindset, period. Yeah. yeah. Well, Caroline, uh, so the book is, uh, the book is titled Smart Moves. It's on Amazon. It's yes. on your website, carolinecarter.com. Right. Anything else, uh, maybe favorite articles or any other things that people uh, could go and enjoy to kind of get to feel, you know, learn more about what you teach before they uh, continue on? Sure. I mean, I, I've written a series of article for, articles for Realty Times, which I think are um, realtytimes.com, which I think are, you know, they're, they're very basic. They're, they're spoken with truth because, you know, Josh, everybody's an expert today. <laughs> I, mm -hmm. I just focus on my little tiny niche and, 
and really try to educate people in, in almost, almost like sound bites. Um, this is a, this is a long process. And, and the, the part that, um, I think is a little unnerving about the process is that, you know, sellers don't know what they don't know. And the worst okay. part about it is they don't know what they don't know. If you follow me, um, meaning there's so much about the, the residential sales process and packaging your home and the moving industry. We didn't even talk about that. Good Lord. They still ask you to fax in your, you know, your application or your, <laughs> you know, so, so how to protect yourself, where to spend your time and money. I, I think that, you know, I also on my website, carolinecarter.com, try to keep up with sharing um, information that I believe will really truly benefit sellers. And I'm not going to take the time to write it unless I believe you really need to hear it. So um, I'm really happy. It, it's been so thrilling to, to share with your, your listeners today. I'd love to be of service to any and all of them if they have questions about how to package their, their house to sell or any aspect of the, the transition process, moving, I'd love them to email me at caroline at carolinecarter.com or, you know, reach out to me across social media. I'd be happy to, to, you know, strategize with them. Caroline, you're a good person to know. You're an author, speaker. The book is, of course, Smart Moves. Uh, the, you're a home transition and you are the founder of Done in a Day. You're on the web at carolinecarter.com. Caroline, right. thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Josh. It's really been an honor to be here. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, Tag us with the hashtag UpMyInfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm-hmm.